Hey everyone, welcome to the Pilot's Wife podcast. This is Amy McLaren. In this episode, I'm going to talk about something really exciting, or I think it's exciting, and that is making big plans. So here's the question. For those of us who don't have a picture-perfect relationship, who don't put our highlights reel on social media and pretend it's all rosy, where can I get some down-to-earth inspiration without any religious barriers? Who can give me real-life encouragement? Help me be a better spouse and tell me how to get an even more enriching relationship without becoming a doormat. That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Amy McLaren and this is the Pilot's Wife podcast. I've been working on, albeit very slowly, on making an audiobook out of uh, this book that I wrote called The Ball and Chain and Other Stupid Myths. So it's a book that... I started with when we first started doing the, the this pre-marriage education and, and I wanted to write down into a book the whole course so that people could do it from home and and I'm just doing a, a recording of it now because I want to I want to get a reprint done of the book and it's going to take a while for it to, to print but when it comes out I want to be able to also have this audiobook ready right so that's why I'm doing it and I was reminded of this TED talk that I listened to years and years ago by an architect called William McDonnell and he he has this thing where he says if you fail to plan you plan to fail and he talks about the example of global warming and he says you know like nobody made plans to put all these gases into the atmosphere and warm up the earth you know gradually but because we had no plan of doing it any other way that's what we ended up with and he talks about cradle-to-cradle design. So he always designs every building that he creates is designed for not only his children, but his children's children when they're growing up. And he designs things so they're sustainable, ongoing, and they're going to last a long time. And I really like that concept because I think in relationships it's really similar. I think if we make a plan for how we want a marriage to be, then we're more likely to have it rather than just failing to plan and ending up with a default which could be anything but it's not what you want most of the time because you haven't thought about what you want so you just kind of get the default and recently I was reading this story about an evil royal family and it was also about big plans there was this evil king and he was quite young and he had this evil mum and the evil mum kind of showed her all his all of her evil ways and so he used to be an evil king and he used to hang around with all these other evil people and some of them came along one day and murdered him and what the the well she wasn't a queen but his mum she came over and took control over the country and so in order to do that she had to go around and murder all the all the rest of the royal family or anyone that was an heir to the throne but she didn't know that her son had this little baby and so the sister of the son, so the, the little baby's aunt, she knew about him and she kidnapped this little baby and took him away and kind of looked after him for like for six years with her husband, who was a good guy. And one day the, the good guy was like, okay, it's time. And the boy was like seven at this stage and he's he gathered together all these influential people uh, around the country like people in the army, people who led lots of good uh, organisations, heads of families, stuff like that. And he brought all these good people together, these influencers, and he said, okay, 
here's the plan. And they came up with this amazing plan. They were going to, he said, okay, on this particular day, I need you to all be here, all come, bring your weapons and your, you know, the knives and all the stuff you've got. And I want you to stand around in a circle around this young boy. And on that day, so they all came out and they all turned up and they were all kind of guarding this young boy. And he said, okay, now we're going to put a, uh, a crown on his head and we're going to proclaim him king. And so they did that. And there was this big crowd. They were in the middle of the town in the center of the, in, in the square. And all the people were cheering. And this evil mum ruler, she came to see what was happening. And she was like, oh, you guys are traitors. But what, what the guys, the, these good guys did with all these weapons is they took her aside. They took her out of the way of everyone and they killed her. And wow, what a like how cool when a big plan comes together. I mean, everybody it says that you know everybody was really happy after that because the the evil woman had been you know murdering people and they'd been living in fear and and she was not a nice person, right? And then this young boy, he was mentored by this good guy, and he was a good ruler and and ever, it said everyone lived in peace and you know amazing. Like imagine if that was you, you this this good guy, and you bring together all these influential people and you say. Let's do this. Let's make this plan. Let's make this place a better place, you know. And that they they go through with it, and it comes together. Like it's it's such a cool feeling. You know what it's done is it's it's brought unity between all these people to achieve this goal together. And it's and it and it's this courageous thing that just brings this invigoratingness to the relationship that they all had. Like this is so cool. We're all working towards this cool goal. And so. I just want to talk about making big plans and, you know, making big plans because I think in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, this is also a really amazing thing to do. And it's and I think, you know, so often we just get caught up in the, the routine of life and we don't make our own plans and we don't think ahead for what we really want to do and what we want to see in our lives so much or we, we follow someone else's plan and we kind of go along with that because we've seen other people with plans and we're like, oh, that's a good idea. And we do it in marriage as well. You know, like, uh, I think even, you know, the, the general plan in in the Western world is you grow up, you maybe get an education, maybe not, but you find someone to marry, you get a house with a white picket fence and you have a couple of kids. And it's kind of like, there's nothing wrong with that plan. But what else is there, you know, beyond that, that you want for you, that's specifically for you or for your, your marriage or for your you know your your team your partnership because if we think about that if we make a plan we're more likely to have it but if we fail to plan we basically plan to fail because we don't even know what we're failing at if we haven't got a plan in place so I just I just think it's it's really cool and so what I one thing that I did recently with Josh is I made a plan and I didn't even make it with him but I made it a surprise for him because I knew he would love it which was also still really cool even though we weren't making this plan in agreement which is the other half of why these big plans are so cool but we did this later on so what else I'll explain so we were really 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 due for a date night and uh, luckily Josh's mum lives nearby and she was able to look after the kids and so what we did is we made sure to go quite early and what we did is we went for a spa at the public 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 swimming pools. Now they close at six forty five, and so I'll tell you a tip: if you turn up to the spas at around six twenty pm, and they're closing at six forty five pm, there's hardly anyone there, and you can have a nice peaceful spa and just relax. And you don't really need longer than twenty minutes in the spa anyway, because it's too hot. 
And so the reason that that was so cool was because Josh has been talking lately like, oh, I wish we could get a spa because he's been doing a lot of runs. He's training for this massive run near the end of the year. And when he goes on these long runs, he gets really sore muscles and he just thinks, oh, it would be cool, you know, to have a hot soak. And so I thought, I know, when we go on our date, we'll just start it off with the spa. But before we got to the spa, I I said to him, oh, are you are you hungry? Should we eat before we have a spa? Because we usually eat quite early with the kids. We have dinner really quite early. And so I knew he probably would have been hungry. And so he's like, yeah, I'd, I'd like a bite to eat. And so I popped the boot and I had this picnic. I had some rolls and some stuff to put on the rolls. And it was really cool. And the reason that it was significant was on our first date, that's kind of what Josh did. It was basically what Josh did. So we were going to go rollerblading. And we got to the higher place and they said, oh, sorry, you can't hire them now. It's a little bit late and we we're going to close soon. And so he's like, oh, what do you want to do? Do you want to get some food? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And so he pops a boot and he had this amazing picnic laid out. He thought of everything. Like there was fresh fruit and there was fresh rolls and it was just, it was awesome. And so I was kind of doing this kind of trip down memory lane. And so the spa was, was also like that because before we had, um, before we had children, we used to go to the spa quite a bit like just to the public pools and have a spa and it was kind of our thing to do and then the next thing we did is we went I took him to uh, this movie theatre that we used to go to on our dates before we had kids where it's got like a really cool lounge and so we often would go to this movie theatre not to watch a movie but we'd get like a glass of wine or an ice cream or a cup of tea and we'd sit in this little lounge and it has a fireplace and these really comfy sofas and we'd just sit there and make plans and and talk about our goals for our life and it was just a really nice time and so we we did that we went first to uh, a little restaurant that's beside it and just had more food or Josh did because when he goes on these long runs he gets really hungry and he'd been on a long run that day and then we went to this this theatre and and we talked about our goals and it was really good because it's you know it it really is a time for talking about goals right now and you know what are we going to do what are we going to do with with not having not having jobs and 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 how are we going to find a job that's not a pilot job for Josh and and all that kind of stuff and so those are really cool plans and and when you're making plans like that together it brings unity and so and and when you're in an in a romantic relationship unity is power man like when you have agreement together you can achieve so much more than when you don't agree because when you have an agreement it's like yeah let's do this you have twice you know kind of twice the power going for this thing and it's just amazing and what is hard though is when when you make plans that you kind of don't have as much control over that that can be really hard and I, I guess I want to say a word of caution there that it's it's important to know when it's a plan like that so that you can I guess kind of keep the unity without you know will not not lose the unity because you feel like you don't have control and it's not in your control like an example that we have that's very personal to us is that we we struggled for years and years to have kids and I think it was, it was about six years of infertility where I was too afraid to go and have a spa. So we didn't we didn't go and have a spa for ages because for years and years because I was worried about the heat and you know if I was like really really early pregnant and it, you know it, it wouldn't be a good thing for the baby. And you just hear all sorts of things and so you just kind of you just avoid a whole bunch of stuff and it's it's a really scary time. And you know for six years we had this plan that we wanted to have kids and it. And it was not in our control, and it, it wasn't happening. And we also tried lots of things. We tried everything, 
and we did try fertility treatment, but the first two rounds didn't didn't work either. And so, you know, it was it was a time where because of this 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 between us, it could have been a time of disunity and it could have been a really hard time that might have pulled us apart. But because we had this awesome relationship, we had these tips and tricks in our tool belt and we were able to pull them out. You know, that's not what happened to our relationship. But it didn't it didn't help that we didn't have control. Like so it was a big plan but it wasn't one, and we had to accept that we really didn't have control over it. And if it happened, that was going to be an amazing miracle. But if it didn't, it, it really wasn't, make, I guess it wasn't so much a plan for us to make by ourselves and then just see it through. So in summary, I think though, that when you make plans where you do see a level of control, not necessarily by yourself, but when you collaborate with others, Plans, big plans change things. They bring courage, they invigorate you, and they bring back your mojo, and they bring back your unity. So what plans are you going to make with your spouse this week? I challenge you, after this episode finishes, to just sit in silence for a few minutes and have a think about what would you love to do? What do you love doing? What would you? What would get you excited? And how could you make that happen? And, and then go and talk with your spouse about it. Ask them, what would you love doing? What, what are you, what's going to get you excited? See if there's something that you both get excited about. And even if you can't make it happen exactly as you think, you know, like you can't, we, we cannot get a spa right now, but you know, we could go along to a public pool and have a spa, you know, and, and what about, what could you do to put those plans in place? Do you, do you even want, maybe planning the Christmas holiday would get you excited, you know, even if it's, we can't go overseas, or even if it's, we can't really afford to go anywhere, like, who, who do we know that we could, like, swap houses with or something like that, you know, make some plans for something that really gets you excited. It could be anything. So, I'll finish with a quote from a cartoon, an old cartoon called Pinky and the Brain. Gee, Brain, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Thanks so much for listening. I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate all the feedback and comments that I've been getting. And I really do hope that this helps. And I hope you have an awesome week. Ka kite.